And on this Tuesday, plenty of interviews coming your way. We have a full new batch, thanks to my ability. Again, I thank USF for helping me out with this, sitting down with several members of men's soccer as well as volleyball. And both of those squads happen to begin practice today. We had a long list of conversations a couple of weeks back now with women's soccer. We're almost finished airing those. If you miss any of them, several places, of course, you can check them out on the Unlimited Unloaded page. We had fun with the quartet of newcomers that all started. You learned that Megan Root, transferred from Syracuse, grew up in a horse and tractor-driven small town in upstate New York. You learn that Georgia Brown's name is actually after the sweet Georgia Brown Harlem Globetrotter song because her father was such a big fan. And yes, she not only has a great story, but is a fantastic addition to the team. Also starting on the field and worth noting was Madison Schwarzenberger, someone who has been with the team for a few years now. And there are some positions open, especially in that midfield and up front, we are starting to see that Kendall Lincoln and newcomer Izzy, Isaiah Arachavala Blanco, and of course once Sarita Thurton returns from the Under-20 Women's Cup for Canada, are strong candidates to play up top, and they have some company there. We saw freshman Maddie Welsh do some good things. But someone like Schwarzenberger, attacking midfielder, is hoping to make her imprint part of the conversation here. With Maddie Schwarzenberger out of... Neptune Beach. Uh, overall, your first two years, we've seen you on the field quite a bit, but uh, how would you think uh, things have gone for you so far? Yeah, I think s things have gone really well. I love it in South Florida here. I love the staff and the team, and I'm really happy with how I'm playing right now. Just looking forward to the season. Yes, uh, uh, listen, I, the first thing I noticed about you when you got on the field, other than the hair, I got to say that, which is very standout, and that's good, but uh, you're not, it's not wild and crazy, uh, but very aggressive. Like, you are not timid out there. Is that right? And uh, sometimes do you have to <laughs> tame yeah. yourself down? <laughs> yeah. I think um, over the last two years, Denise, honestly, my head coach, has made me more aggressive, um, especially with my size. I had to learn how to use my body. So I think that's one of my strengths now going into my third year. Uh, so. so, you know, we haven't seen y you play a full game, but are you building up to that? Do you think you're ready for that? Yeah. I mean, I worked on my fitness a lot this summer. Of course, game fitness comes with playing in games. So I was out for most of the spring season with the surgery, but now I'm, I think I'm ready. I'm getting ready. Excellent. When, when you are scoring goals, when you're putting the ball in the back of the net, is there a method that's particular that uh, you're best at, you know, striking from distance, header, et cetera? Or what would you say? Um, I've been working on my headers a lot this summer and last spring, so I'm really looking forward to using my head, hoping to get on a lot of corners and free kicks this year. There's a nice ball in and headed by Schwarzenberger just over. I tell you what, that is going to be something she and the newcomer, Georgia Brown, are going to try and do a lot. Schwarzenberger is six foot. Brown is six one. Now, last year and over the several many years, uh, somebody like Paula really stands out as somebody who could serve the ball in. Katie is another good mm -hmm. example. Uh, maybe some of the new ladies that we can look forward to maybe being on the serving in. Who, yeah, who you I say? think I'm really looking forward to them seeing how they serve the ball, how they're playing on the field. Um, I know one of our center backs, Vivian, she serves a great ball. We connect well, so looking forward to that. Kendall Lincoln, she serves a great ball as well. Absolutely. <laughs> now, Kendall, you know, first thing I think of her is speed. Um, just in general, uh, like who are, who are some of the top players? If, if there was a USF Bulls race. I'd say a USF Bulls race, probably Kendall. I uh, mean, she's really fast, yeah. Out of this season, I haven't really seen our new players be on the field yet, so right. I can't tell. But right now, I would say Kendall, yeah. 
Well, hopefully she has some competition in that. And then last thing, I mean, there's a lot of players that are no longer here. So someone like you is a good example that could sort of step in and carry it through. Has there been a message uh, from the coaching staff or whatever to uh, sort of push it on to some other people? Yeah, I think the coaching staff is really looking at the upperclassmen that are still here. We only have a couple seniors, a couple fifth years um, to really step up and guide our new group of freshmen. Um, it's a brand new team, a new fresh start. So we're just looking for some leadership in all aspects. Well, I think you're going to be uh, right into that role. Uh, best of luck. Thank you. Again, trying to really use this preseason to make some noise, I'm sure, is Schwarzenberger because without a scoring threat like Sarita Thurton for the first probably month of the season, as she and Vivian Bissett are both playing for Team Canada in Costa Rica, it's the Under-20 Women's World Cup. Includes the United States. Right now we are in group play beginning today, and it'll be Canada playing on Thursday its first game against Korea Republic. You have to finish top two in your group to advance, and they have France in their group, which is a tough draw. So France, Nigeria, Canada, and Korea Republic. If you are thinking of it selfishly from a bull standpoint, you do not want Canada to advance, but hey, it would be awesome if they did. And so it'll depend on how much regular season time for the Bulls that Bissett and Thurton miss, but back to someone like Schwarzenberger who could make an impression. It's going to have to be either one of the freshmen slash transfers or a player who's been here, like a Schwarzenberger, that's going to have to really carry some mail in this lineup. If you look at the starting lineup for the other night, again, a lot due to the two missing from Canada. Also, we're going to get Kiara Hahn in the lineup, but Really, the only regulars were Rosalia Munoz-Gonzalez in the midfield and Lucy Roberts in the back. Kendall Lincoln started as well. You heard her mention Lincoln, and we'll have her interview later on this week, including some cool food talk. But Lincoln started just four games, although she just seemed like a starter. But everybody else was pretty new, including in net. A challenger to Sydney Martinez, a second-year player from Canada. With someone we met last year, Arden LaRose, and, uh, you know, I remember hearing the whole story about you as a track star and that kind of thing, and now you're fully with soccer. What was your first year like with the Bulls? I know you didn't get out there, but I uh, hear some things that might change this year. <laughs> yeah, it was honestly really good. Even though I didn't get a chance, I still found the experience amazing. Training was amazing. Games supporting the team was awesome. Um, I really enjoyed it. I'm really hoping to get out there sometime this uh, season, and I'm really excited. So what have you uh, learned? What have you improved upon? And, you know, you, I guess being in games is the ultimate teacher, but you can learn stuff too, right? Yeah. Honestly, I learned a lot through, like, training, like, from all my coaches and teammates, like, um, looking up to some of, like, the other goalies that are with me. Kind of, like, a lot of, like, technical stuff, like decision-making and, like, crosses and, like, how important it is to like come out for crosses because like mm. especially in the college level it's like a lot different than it is like back home it's like you have to a goalie has to be like really like confident in coming out mm. so like I learned that and yeah honestly excited to learn more too nice uh, but how, how cool was it uh, some of the the games last year because uh, you know even watching from the bench that's an important part you know yeah. rooting your guys on you guys won so many games at the last second I know honestly I felt like I was having like a heart attack each time on the sideline <laughs> it was like so stressful but yeah it was really exciting
Excellent. Watch, yeah. Excellent. And then uh, la last sort of reminder of your uh, your skill set for people that, I, that, that don't know, you were really good at track, a family history of it. Yeah. Does that mean you can jump over the crossbar if you had to? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, what would you say is your strong point based on that? You know what I mean? What, how does it help you in goalkeeping the most? I feel like the mental side of it, because track is like so individual, it kind of reminds me of like uh, being a goalie. Like even though like we are like it's a team sport, like goalie is kind of like an individual like position. So like even like the mentality behind that, I feel like they kind of cross over. So I feel like that helped me a lot. Wow, that's a great answer. Yeah. And I wouldn't have thought about that, but now it <laughs> yeah. makes complete sense. Well, <laughs> look forward to seeing you out there this year, Arden. Thank you. Thank you. And we just have a few more of the interviews left. And of course, doesn't mean we're going to stop talking to the players. Stop watching the games we'll broadcast the games but those are coming to just a few more left we've got some new ones though as on monday got to sit down with men's soccer and volleyball let's start off with a couple of familiar names on the men's side some of these guys had some tremendous summer playing experiences like the man you're about to hear from the leader of the defense and then after that one of my absolute favorites on the team and you're going to hear some quality highlights mixed in with our conversation coming up with Oscar Rosano. But first, Sal Mazzaferro. Sal, you haven't aged, fortunately for you. You know, keep that going through your life. What was your, what was your summer like? So I was with uh, Tormenta FC. Um, I was there for about a month and a half in, uh, down in Georgia. That was a really cool experience, professional environment as well. So couldn't complain there. Did well for myself. And then I went back home for two weeks, trained with Toronto FC. The MLS team. Okay. Um, they still have my rights, so obviously I'm uh, uh, trying to impress them always because at the end of the day I could be a homegrown, so that's always on the table. And then I went down to Austin for a week, Austin FC. Um, that was for a combine. That was a cool experience. Wow. Uh, first combine as well, so learned a lot of new things this summer. Well, we talked to Brian a little bit about learning new things, and you're kind of on the team as it goes, one of the guys that, that dispenses wisdom, but you're still gaining it to give me an example maybe of something. That oh, 100%. At the next level, especially the summer, seeing it, if you make these little mistakes, you're, you're out the door. So you got to make sure to perfect every last thing. Wow. Uh, let's talk about the uh, Tormented team because there's still a little bit of a USF connection there. Is that the one where AB plays? Yes, Adrian Billhart. And then uh, Toronto. I mean, uh, are you comfortable, comfortable when you get there? Or are you still in that mindset of, oh, this is the big leagues. I, I can't be comfortable. Yeah, do you know what? To be honest, I don't think I'm comfortable anywhere. you got to always play like it's uh, it's like your last game, your last training, and you got to give it your all every single time. So when I go to Toronto FC, even though I know everyone, I know the coaching staff, I still need to have that killer mindset. Nice. Uh, speak about some of the new guys because uh, on the defense, uh, you know, we, we lost Mar Marcus. We were prepared for that, obviously. Yeah. But uh, give us an idea because we, we don't talk to all the rookies, so maybe if you can give us a little scouting report. No, of course. So right now we have Luca from uh, Austria. He's a transfer coming in, so he's going to be exciting. Uh, Mati, the Norwegian, he was here for the spring, but obviously hasn't had a season with us. So uh, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be cool. I think we're all ready for it. Preseason starts tomorrow, so we're going to get a good look at everyone, obviously. Uh, we got Takaru, the new uh, transfer, Japanese. He's, uh, he's looking really sharp. I was training with him the last week or so. He's, he's going to be a decent player. Yep. And then, of course, we got a few wingers, Jamon, the Jamaican. We got Lobro, the Slovenian. Um, Alex, the Norwegian striker. We got a new transfer. I'm loving the fact that you know where they're all from and helping me keep track. But it has become really an international team. Uh, yes. How does it kind of work out when you're trying to, you know, get everybody on the squad like yeah, that? Yeah, do you know what? Bob honestly preaches uh, adversity all the time, and he just wants everyone to be one. So even though someone might be from Japan and someone from America, we treat each other the same, and 
it's huge on the field. It shows. Well, it shows your leadership all the time. Thanks for joining us, Sal. Of course. Thank you. With my man, Oscar Rosado. Great to see you again, my Great friend. To see you I, too, I know I, this is a compliment. Uh, I, I know you are more as a person than just this. I appreciate that. But when that. I see you, I think of you ripping shots against UCF. <laughs> and there's an interception. Now the Bulls have numbers. Rosano has a blast and a goal. Wow. What a rip to Rosano. What a job by Soga to create this possible chance. Rosano, a good shot and a goal! Soga with an amazing gathering, and Rosano takes a rip, and the Bulls take a 3-1 lead. Were those particular goals, the one at home and the one in Orlando, yeah. uh, things that you do all the time in practice, or you just save them for the nights? <laughs> I mean, it's just something that, uh, you know, as a striker, uh, I was playing uh, winger, at least when we played in Orlando. Right. And whenever you get a gap, you just have to try, you know. And that one I just caught inside, and I saw a small gap, no other options in the middle. So I was just like, I'll take the shot. I, I'm pretty confident about my left, and it went in. So. Well, that was the casual part you just mentioned, with yeah. your left. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I'm sure you exactly. struck the ball pretty well with yeah. your left. But was that the best one? Yeah. I mean, you, you, <laughs> you put as much technique as you can in every shot, but you don't know where all of them are going to go, you know. So. I'll acknowledge it. It's a little bit of really luck. Yeah, I'll really give you the two. Yeah, yeah. Now the goal, of course, this year is to do that against every team you play, right? Or are, are people going to make you go to your uh, go to your right now because you're so good with your left? <laughs> Just kidding about that. Uh, listen, uh, it has been a, and this is a good thing too, kind of a, a, a position battle to get up top because you're not always starting, right? No, Speak no. about the, the depth of that part of the team. I mean, we have a, re a very competitive team, but I, but I think that's the – best thing that can happen to any coach you know having to struggle on deciding who's going to start because you have so many good players so i'm confident that every striker that we have is more is more than capable of starting the position uh and we just got to give everything in practice in games and um whoever's best at the moment i'm sure is going to play because uh there's sometimes that you might not be in, in your best moment but someone else might be right. so then he's got to carry for the other ones and then while he's starting to struggle that's when everyone someone else hops in you know and like that's that's what it, what a team is all about uh you just also mentioned you know work for it in practice how much do you feel that in practice and how competitive are the practices i mean they're very competitive uh things get heated every once in a while but <laughs> it's normal you know uh but everyone goes uh loyal you know you're never going to go into a 50 50 to try to injure your teammate, right. you know, uh, we've all been injured. You wouldn't watch, you wouldn't wish that on your worst enemy, you know, at all. So uh, basically, it's yeah, it's go hard, yes, go 100%. So that's how we all get better, but loyal, you know. You know, it gets heated in practices, Bob. Uh, you're always wearing the, the thing around your wrist. Is yeah. your wrist okay? Is that just a habit now? No, my wrist is all right. Like, I mean, I did mess it up a couple of years ago. And ever since then, I wore it for one game and I scored. And there's something in Spanish called uh, cabala, which is like something like, let's say you do something uh, one day that works out. Then you just keep doing it, you know. The, uh, that's, that's what I used to do. I normally never drink mate, but we had a Brazilian teammate, Enrique. And uh, I drank mate the, ga the day that we played UCF in Orlando, and I scored. Come on. And ever since then, whenever someone has mate in his game day, I'm taking a sip of that thing, you know? Nice. Do you know the word superstition? Yeah, that's I do know that word. It's kind of, yeah, it's kind of, yeah. I mean, uh, in, in Spanish, it's superstition. It's the same thing. All right. But cabal is like slang for soccer, you know? Very nice. Yeah. I love it. I'm going to start saying it now. <laughs> um, another highlight from last year, and you may or may not wor know where I'm going with this one, came during a women's game. Oh, yeah. Hey. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. The uh, blast one that goes well over the goal. 
And you just heard the crowd react. I think that's Oscar Rosano, if it is. What a ham. Diving for a save. At least he has Oscar Rosano's hair, if that's who it actually is. Bob Uthorn will not want to see that highlight because he could have gotten hurt. <laughs> but it was funny. Everyone's having fun right now. What took over you, and then what did Coach Butehorn say to you when he I saw mean, it? <laughs> I mean, for, well, sorry, for those who don't know, it was a ball that was kicked over the goal, and my man turned into a goalkeeper and yeah. flew through the air and then landed pretty hard. I mean, if, <laughs> if we ever get injuries in the goalkeeper position, you just know I'm there. I'm the fifth goalkeeper. <laughs> I'll say it right here, right now. <laughs> it's just like we're, we always try to support each, every other That's team, the you good know, part, and yeah. we're just there uh, hyping up the women's soccer team and if you can like do something just to fool around to be funny i mean i did it the crowd went crazy so <laughs> i mean i liked it i loved it i went on espn for that too did you yeah like they played we played the next day against smu and they even showed it against oh SMU. well i don't know it was worth it but don't try and top it you know next no. time be a little more conservative i will right. i will i will i will <laughs> great to see you oscar thank great you. To see you too man appreciate it by the way that special drink mate m-a-t-e actually is one of those that might not taste that good but Oscar says, hey, whatever works, and I agree with him. I am not superstitious, but I am a little stitious. Coming up next, a little volleyball for you. Returning standout Martha Svitkovic, along with a defensive standout by the name of Alexis Williams, who's going to give her reaction. I think this is pretty impressive and important to note to the new surface that the Bulls will be playing on. Volleyball next on Bulls Beat. This is the Unlimited Unloaded page. Again, I want to thank those at USF for setting me up inside the Hardwood Club. Yesterday was different because usually the photo shoots so far for football and for women's soccer take place. Actually, the photos are divided into about four stations. Yeah, video work as well. TikTok social media going on on the court, though there's no court, on the floor where the Yingling Center basketball court is. But the basketball court was actually being laid down. You might have seen that video tweeted out on Monday. So... The guys and gals were upstairs in the club section, and it worked out pretty well. But that meant they had to come downstairs to talk to me, and everyone was very obliging when it came to that. Now, we got to meet several newcomers on volleyball, and we are going to, again, volleyball doesn't start for a couple weeks as far as the season goes. Spread those out. You'll start to hear these in earnest starting next week. But really a pleasure to meet some of these individuals. For example, Rebecca Gerotto, who is a graduate student, actually, from Turin, Italy, had arrived the night before, Sunday night, and she was very funny. Oh, I'm jet-lagged, but boy, I'm so impressed with the English speaking of so many of these individuals. Maria Andrade, who is one of the two freshmen from Brazil, I think you guys are really going to like her. Just a couple of examples there. And again, we got to meet a lot of newcomers, but let's go with some familiar faces. One who is entering her third season, and in the first two seasons, has been the leader in an all-conference sort for the Bulls, has led them in kills the past two years out of Croatia, Marta Svitkovic, and we'll follow that up with someone who's also entering her third season with the Bulls. Returning leader of the team, Marta Svitkovic and Marta, you uh, are, first of all, you clean up very nicely. I mean, you, you the makeup thing. Thank you, thank you. Uh, but on, on, on your social media, it seems like anytime I see you, you're in some dramatic location in Europe. What did you do this summer? Oh, this summer, I really wanted to use it up and spend my time well with my family, my boyfriend and friends. Um, and I spend most of my time staying in shape, definitely, <laughs> playing volleyball and going to the weight room, but also traveling all around Croatia with my boyfriend. Wow. And just 
close to home with my family, spending a lot of time with them. That must have been very, very special. How long were you? How many? Couple months. The whole I time? was. I well, the spring wasn't that long. It was just like four months. But then altogether, it's just a long time here, away from everyone. So it's just I really want to use up that time, spend it with them. Nice work. Now you just mentioned you know stay in shape, play volleyball. How much of that did you actually get to do? I got to do a lot because I have the um, gym weight room that I always go to, that I just kept going to, and I joined my like previous club team, okay. and I just play with them. So uh, actual matches or just practice? Just practice. Okay. Yeah. And now when we go from just practice to actual matches in a few weeks here, uh, it's going to be, a, it seems like anyway, about introducing a lot of newcomers to the team. Uh, what do you think this uh, camp is going to be like? Uh, this camp, I think, is going to be really good. I think um, altogether with the development we had during the spring was really good. So I already thought our team going to be better looking this year. But then with the addition of really good uh, people and players, I think it's going to be really competitive to, and to see all of us. You can tell. Well, you mentioned the spring. Uh, what were you guys able to do and uh, how productive do you think it was? Um, we were able to improve. We, like... Uh, focused a lot on technical skills hmm. and I think we improved a lot on that and then just as a team I think we've like gotten closer altogether. Uh, now last year you definitely had help but when Matt got hurt you know you probably had to take on a little bit larger of a role do you feel this year that you're going to have even more help and uh, it's going to be more balanced I guess. Yeah definitely as I said I think the people who were playing got even better mm -hmm. and then we have more people who are really good I think. So I think it'll be nice to split up the roles. Nice. And do you think, uh, can you sense any way that Jolene is getting even more uh, goal-oriented as far as uh, let's turn this into wins and everything? Yeah, you know? she's definitely been always goal-oriented. <laughs> I knew that, but she is ready to change it up, switch it up from what we had last year into a much better season. And I'm ready for that, definitely. Awesome. Well, it sounds like it. Let's get out there. Thanks a lot. Thank you. With Lex, Alexis Williams, one of the outstanding defensive players for the team. Uh, first of all, photo shoot day always kind of signals that we're getting started, but you guys have been doing some work. Speak about what you've been able to do before practice begins. Yeah, so our team has been very consistent about weightlifting all summer and open gyms because we really want to build something here. We know that we have to put in the work over the summer. And as a team, we really stuck to that because it's not always easy to have a team come in early in the summer whenever they could be home with their families. Right. And these girls all made the sacrifice to be here. And we were really going after it with Walt. We were outside in the 90 degree heat running wow. on the track. Uh, we were doing a lot, so I really think it's going to pay off this season. Now, another thing for you, it would be easy to go home because the weather's a little bit uh, cooler up north. Was there any temptation there? Honestly, not really. <laughs> I wanted to be down south my whole life, so whenever I got the opportunity to play in Florida, I was like, I'm taking it. I want to get out of the Midwest. I hate the cold. <laughs> okay, wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're you're home now, right? Um, let talk about, you mentioned open gym. Obviously, the coaches can't be out there, so it's player orchestrated who kind of is the orchestrator the conductor if you will yeah so building a team you have to have a lot of good leadership so I think our team does have a lot of good leaders um I would say almost all the upperclassmen were really setting the tone for uh open gyms so we had um a scrimmaging we were showing the girls how we run our defense what kind of plays we do uh, just so we can really get them prepared for the season so coaches don't have to tell them again that wow. these new girls already know what to do whenever we go into preseason. 
Maybe off to the side you can show me how you run your defense so I sound really smart as a broadcaster. That really does impress me, though. You also mentioned the gym. Um, you know, for volleyball, what is the biggest thing to focus on in the gym? Or is it just overall strength? Uh, I would say the biggest thing is honestly team chemistry. Hmm. That comes first. So all the team bonding stuff really matters because whenever you become best friends off the court, all that shows on the court as well because – Whenever you're playing in the back row, like, you know, oh, this person's going to take that ball or, oh, I can trust this person to cover me or, oh, like, hey, like, you got that swing. Like, whenever you become close off the court, all of that shows on the court. And then I would say after that, it's all just going after and having the same mentality as everyone that we want to be out there to win. I realized that I, your answer was great, but I worded it wrong. I said, Jim, you thought gymnasium, but I was oh. thinking gym as in weight room. But your mm -hmm. answer was great. So as far as in the weight room specifically for volleyball, is there certain things that are focused or uh, stressed upon as far as which, which kind of drills? A lot of us want to get obviously like bigger, stronger, faster. So that all happens in the weight room with Coach Walt. So um, I would say everyone increasing their verticals okay. uh, over last year. We all want to jump higher because we want to compete with our conference against all the big dogs out there. So Now, you necessarily not jumping up, but jumping sideways and forward. I mean, yes. I, want, I know we talked about the defensive part of the game in the past, but just when did you start to, I, I don't know if enjoy is the right word, but uh, realize that you're going to have to get some knocks on your knees and that kind of thing and embrace that part of it? Yeah, I realized that it's very important, obviously, moving in lateral directions and forward and backwards. So I have to do a lot of lower body workouts in the gym. So lots of like squatting and short sprints, shuffling, all of that training is really paying off because I truly believe I've gotten way faster since I've first been here. And then last thing, I mean, it probably is beneficial to have a court that's a little bit more forgiving. You guys haven't asked anyone yet about the new surface. What do you know about that and what difference will it make? Oh, the new court's absolutely amazing. I think it's a game changer for USF Athletics because we want to compete with other schools and all of the big schools have that court right now. Hmm. So having that I think is really going to improve our game because it's so much better on our bodies. Like we're not going to have the shin splints anymore or not as many bruises, hopefully. Nice. Uh, I mean, it is volleyball. <laughs> yeah, so. you're going to get those. But yeah, that's but um, no, it's amazing to dive on. I'm so thankful that USF was able to provide the court for us. So now there's even more chance that uh, we're going to see your number uh, all over the all over the court literally, right? Yeah, pretty much. That's what I do, and that's <laughs> awesome. what I love to do. Awesome. Thanks a lot, Alexis. Like I said, I'll be dropping by volleyball, snapping some photos of the team on its new surface, and that's not the last you'll hear about their trainer, Walt Bell rehabbing some injured bulls and doing a good job at it. More volleyball, more soccer interviews, and of course a lot of football. This has been Bulls Beat on a Tuesday. Horns up. You've been listening to Bulls Beat on Unlimited Unloaded.